This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Welcome to Nirvana Sisters, where we discuss all things health and well-being to help you achieve your highest state, your nirvana. Hi, I'm Amy Sherman, a marketing exec with a passion for wellness and beauty. Hi, I'm Katie Chandler, a former fit model that has a passion for health and fitness. We are sisters-in-law who share the same love for well-being, ready to sift through all the self-care noise and bring you a splash of what we think is fun. So let's get started. Sonal Shah. She is an aromatherapist and she created the Ohm Room. Sonal sent Amy and I samples of her Palo Santo smudge sticks and I had the chance to use it. I had a chance to use it when I was kind of going through a little bit of a rough patch, a lot of anxiety. I I was so like ridden with anxiety that I kind of shut down and, and was just like, I couldn't think about anything else. My brain was just closed off. So I thought this might be a great time to do this because I need my energy cleared desperately. And I can say genuinely it worked. I mean, maybe it was a coincidence. Maybe it was a miracle. Maybe it's legit. From what Sonal says, I think it's legit because within minutes of doing it, I just, like, my creative energy came back. I started to be able to think more clearly, and my spirits and everything lifted. So I love the product. I love that, Katie. And I haven't used mine yet. I'm going to very shortly. But I really liked how Sonal broke down exactly how to use a smudge stick, because I've seen it before, but I didn't really know. It feels a bit intimidating. And to for her to be able to go through the Palo Santo and the Sage, what each one means and how to use it step by step. It was good for me. So I found it definitely less intimidating once she went through it. With that said, enjoy the episode. Welcome to the show, Nirvana Sisters family. Today, we are so excited to welcome Sonal Shah, a scent-obsessed aromatherapist to the show. She is a lover of all things healing, and I can't wait to get into the details of all the fabulous things she does. So Sonal created the Ohm Room in her DC apartment through her own pursuit of finding harmony in her daily life. The Ohm Room offers natural aromatherapy and energy healing products to help enhance your mood, promote healing, and bring balance into your life, connecting you back to your Ohm. So everybody can use this in their life, especially me right now. So welcome to the show, Sonal. Thank you. We have been talking off camera and all of the stuff that you do is just super cool and interesting. And I feel like 
I kind of hear about this and I'm definitely into mindfulness and well-being, obviously, because of the show, but I don't know that much in this arena. So I'm really excited to learn from you today. So before we get started, we are going to do our weekly Nirvana. Unfortunately, Katie is not joining us this week. She is traveling, but I'm going to start off with my weekly Nirvana, which is kind of silly, but it sort of hit me the other day. I dropped my kids off at school. It was a beautiful day out. I had the windows down and I was literally blasting music so loud like a teenager in my car and singing like a maniac if anybody were to see me for like a few minutes. And it was just like one of those moments, you know, when you're in your car and like, it's such a good vibe and you're feeling all the things. And I was just like, ah, and it was just that quick second brought me so much joy. So that was my, that was my jam this week. What about you, Sonal? I love that. Yeah. So one moment that comes to mind is earlier this week, it was such a go, go, go day. I remember I had meetings from about 3 p.m. to around 6.45 p.m. And the plan was right after I was going to go run a quick errand. I had to meet my mom to pick something up on the other side of town. So I got in my car, rushed over there. And the second I opened the door and got out and felt the fresh air for the first time that day, it was like such a interesting moment. Like I, I saw my mom standing there. She's so jolly, my sweet mom. Aww. So peaceful. And looked ex- the exact opposite of what I felt for the last four hours. Aww. And just seeing her there and feeling that air on a beautiful, you know, spring evening, I just felt this jolt of like release of like letting go of the day, letting go of all the noise and just being there present and being with my mom. And we got to hang out. We got to talk. I just felt so present and I was thankful. And it was just one of those moments that was really special, but unplanned. I love that. That's so sweet. Your mom will love that when she hears this, but I know it's funny that you say that because I feel like that too. When I see my parents, sometimes you just get that, like, even though all the other things you said, I'm sure brought you joy. It's like probably too, when you're looking at your mom, it just makes you relax because you're like, okay, I'm with my mom. I'm going to be taken care of and I'm going to feel so comfortable. I love that. I love that. That's really sweet. So I am going to do some quick fire questions with you like we like to do in the beginning of the show just to get to know you a little bit more. So tell us what the Ohm Room is. In a nutshell, the Om Room is an online store that offers natural aromatherapy and energy healing products to promote healing, enhance your mood, and bring more balance into your life, connecting you back to your own, right? So I've only launched the first three products so far. Uh, The first products are the Sage and Palo Santo Smudge Sticks. Which I have mine here, and I can't wait to hear more. Yes. So these are just simple burning rituals to um, help clear the air. And I also just introduced my third product, which is in the form of a crystal. It's Mm. selenite crystal. It's the first crystal that I kind of introduced. And you can find this in my newest kit. It's called the Energy Clearing Kit. It has sage, palo santo, and selenite inside. And selenite is just a crystal that I love because it's like a cleansing. It not only cleanses and purifies the space around you, but also like the thoughts you picked up throughout the day. So it's a really great stone to kind of connect back to your intuition and help bring more like clarity and peace into your day. We're currently mostly online, but you can also find us in seven retail outlets in the D.C. Maryland area. 
Very cool. Can't wait to hear more. So what inspired you to start your own business? And also, how has your Indian culture and upbringing really influenced you? Yeah, absolutely. So definitely, you know, my culture, my parents migrated from India before my sibling, my siblings and myself were born. And so growing up in an Indian home, temples and yoga and rituals and ancient remedies were a big part of my life. I'll give you a quick example. When I was a kid, me and my dad had a morning ritual where we would light this oil lamp. It's called a Devo. And basically, you would light it in the morning to start the day. And it symbolizes enlightenment and pure intentions and getting Mm -hmm. rid of any negativity or evil or darkness, rather. And so... That was just like one example of when I was first introduced to like an actual ritual. And then when it comes to like ancient remedies, for example, you'll hear this from any first generation kid who grew up in an Indian home. There is an herb for everything. (laughs) So when I had a headache, for example, my mom would make this paste out of dried ginger powder and she would just apply it to my head to kind of soothe the pain. You know, that's just like a teeny tiny peek into the type of rituals and remedies that I was exposed to growing up, which I'm so thankful for now. On the other side of my childhood, you could find me in the backyard. I loved mixing like plants and flowers into these little concoctions and playing witches, like really feeling like I'm making a potion or something like that. If you went into my room, you would see candles everywhere. Like I was that kid that would light a bunch of candles in the dark and listen to emo music and pretend my spells were working. (laughs) (laughs) Candles and just scent. I was obsessed with scent from a young age. So candles, lotions, scented, like, like peppermint lip balm. I loved collecting all these things that smelled good and they had a special place in my room. And, you know, this obsession really never went away. In fact, 10 years ago, I decided to study foundational aromatherapy to start a scent-related business. But soon after, I got a dream job, and so I kept putting all my ideas on the back burner. But still, you know, I, although I didn't pursue that business back then, aromatherapy continued to be a part of my life. Even today, I am always turning to scent and rituals to bring more harmony into my daily life. And so I knew that there was a need, like people could use this. I would like, for example, I'll make like a homemade massage oil with coconut oil and some essential oils and apply it to my neck um, and back area right before my yoga practice or use a certain scent for a certain part of the day, like to wake up in the morning. You know, I love using an orange body wash at night to wind down. I love burning Palo Santo, opening a window or using lavender spray on my pillow. So all these things are like literally just to help me have more balance in different parts of my day and help me feel a certain way for whatever task I'm going to do. And so I really thought like people could use this. People could really find some benefit out of this. And I like that it's, um, I like that your business is very specific because I feel like these types of products are sometimes weaved into other things, but it's a little intimidating and you don't really know what they are or how to use them. And so I think that you're very specific in this space really makes 
your business stand out. And I also love that this sort of was your calling, it sounds like, from the time you were little. And in your culture, it's really part of the culture, right? But like as you grew up, it sounded like it just was something that you did. And so the fact that you're now fulfilling that dream is so great. So congrats on that. Thank you. And it's so true. It's so funny how so many pieces of our like childhood and culture come back and like that's what we turn to. That's what we know. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Okay. So let's get to the 101 here. So tell me about aromatherapy, how it's used and its effects. Yeah, absolutely. So we could do like a whole show on aromatherapy, but essentially aromatherapy is just a form of healing through the use of plants and plant extracts. So aromatherapy, it's just a word, but the idea of using plants as medicine is an ancient practice that's been used across so many cultures from the Romans to the Egyptians to like, you think about Chinese traditional medicine and Ayurvedic in India, you know, this whole concept of plant medicine is an ancient practice. And you might think of aromatherapy as just essential oils, right? But there's so many forms of aromatherapy. You could burn a plant material that's considered aromatherapy, you, uh, you know, to drive away negativity. You could brew an herbal tea or bark to heal some sort of internal condition. Um, it could be, you know, like the old tradition of stepping into an aromatic bath to relax. Or even just adding plant extract to an oil to maybe evoke a feeling. The list goes on. But my love of aromatherapy truly comes from how it impacts our mood. So like there is an there is an oil, an essential oil for every mood. Like if you want to feel more energized, you might use ginger or spearmint. If you want to feel more grounded, you might opt for something like patchouli. And so, you know, the list goes on. I know you'll get into this, but speaking of essential oils, because I have many, like how... I mean, I guess you could use it in all different ways, but what are the most common ways that people would use an oil like you mentioned? Yeah, I know. Because you buy an oil and you can't just directly put it on your skin or like put it on something, right? So it can be confusing if you're not into it. There are a few ways that I think are like the simplest ways to use it. So you could buy, if you're just buying like an essential oil, you want to mix it into something. So well, okay, let's start with like a diffuser, for example. That's mm -hmm. a really easy way to use it. You don't have to do anything. You just add the essential oil or the essential oil blend into your diffuser, a few drops, and boom, you have like this nice steam that's scented. Yeah. That's an easy way to use it. Another way to use it is you can inhale it. Like if you drop it into hot water and then breathe it in, you're basically like inhaling it in like right now. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I've been doing this every morning for the last two weeks because my naturopath had suggested it, but to drop peppermint oil in water in the morning. So while my like water, like my coffee's brewing or something like that, I'm like inhaling this peppermint oil and it just cleans out the sinuses. That's another very easy way to use essential oils. But then as you get more confident with these oils and what you're trying to achieve here, you could mix it into a basic plain unscented lotion, mm. and, you know, use it on your neck and back or on your lower back, or let's say your joints are hurting or your feet have had, you know, a tough day. 
you can easily mix it into a lotion and put it on your skin. But of course, be careful. You don't, there's certain oils that are very strong. You don't want to put too many drops and you want to make sure it's safe for your skin. So do a spot test. Yeah. Smart. I've done it before. Someone had recommended this a while back. Um, I've put it into my shower in the mornings. Like I'll just drop a couple drops of um, like eucalyptus or something like that. And it makes my shower almost like a steam shower, you know, just with that smell. So I've done that before. And I like that, but that's really the only extent I've done. Like I always, I'm like, what else can I be doing with this? So those are good. I like the lotion idea. That's really nice. That's a good one in the shower. I always thought I had to buy one of those like tablets, but this is a nice trick I'm going to try. Yeah. I just, I just drop it in. I mean, I I don't know if it's, I'm assuming it's okay for my skin. I haven't had any problems, but it is nice. Okay. So why do you love rituals? Definitely, you know, as we saw, as we heard before, it was a part of my upbringing. So I'm used to rituals. I like them. I love rituals, you know. I think that they bring a sense of calmness into my day. I feel more present when I do rituals. It's like that one moment where you just have to concentrate on that one thing you're doing. And it's hard to do that. I mean, with, you know, like this go, go, go life, this technology heavy life. It is so hard to just sit there and be present. So I need all the help I can get. 100%. Right? So rituals do that for me. It also adds structure to my day. Like I like, I'm obsessed with organization and having structure and like getting things done. So for me, having like a daily ritual, it adds structure to my day. And especially in the morning, it kind of starts me off with, you know, a good start. Okay. So let's get into smudging. Tell us what it is and take us through kind of how it helps to heal and clear and all of that stuff. Yes, absolutely. Let's get into it. So smudging, also called smoke cleansing, is a sacred ancient ritual used across many cultures uh, to burn holy plant material and allow its smoke to purify a space a person, or an object, as well as to get rid of negative energy. So the concept here is that everything is connected to energy. And so when energy is blocked or in a dark place, we want to clear it out. And so there are specific holy plants that have been known, you know, since ancient times by all these various cultures, where there's these holy plants that are able to clear the energy pathways. So I'll give you a few examples and context. The burning incense, for example, was, and that's not a complete just plant material. It has other stuff in it, but it's made from plant material. So like burning incense was a used for worship in ancient Egypt. In India, every temple you go to, there is incense burning. Um, but in Catholic culture, I've learned that they uh, burn frankincense. And then I also want to especially honor the Native Americans and indigenous communities today because we're going to be talking about sage, and that was a huge part of their culture. And additionally, I want to honor the indigenous communities in places like Ecuador and Peru and Brazil and Mexico when we talk about burning Palo Santo, which is part of their culture. Sage, this is probably the most commonly one known here in America. It's a bundle of dried white sage 
And it's 100% natural, so there's nothing added to it. It's just put into a bundle to make it easy to use. Mm-hmm. And sage has been used for healing since ancient times. Native Americans, for example, have burned sage to cleanse the energy around a space, object, or person, to remove negative energy or evil spirit, and to provide protection. And now sage also helps reduce stress, anxiety, depression, ease insomnia, as well as improve brain health, clarity, memory, mood, and intuition. And as far as like how it smells, it has like an earthy, herby scent. And then is, it, is it a strong scent or is it kind of like a lighter vibe? People would describe it as a stronger scent. Mm-hmm. So definitely, you know, but the thing is, it doesn't give off like so much smoke. So you're talking about a short period of time of the smoke that's pretty um, strong. So, you know, some people love it. It kind of depends on like what you're into, but it is pretty strong. Okay, good to know. Yes. And then moving on to Palo Santo, this is another form of plant material that people burn. Palo Santo comes from a sacred tree that only grows in places like Peru, Ecuador, Mexico, and a few other places. And it's known for its like woodsy, lemony scent. I love the smell of Palo Santo. You do? Yeah, it smells so good. I mean, I don't I, I don't really know how to do the burning. I just like, sometimes I have one in my office and I'll take the stick and smell it just because I think it smells good. But that's why I'm talking to you. I want to know how to like actually burn it. <laughs> yes, I love it. I know there's some people who are super team Palo Santo. That is their thing. And it's not as strong. It's a little bit of a lighter scent, but it's a very specific scent and it's grown to be very popular. So you, you'll see it in all kinds of products today where they will take the essential oils from this wood and add it into candles and lotions and sprays. People love the scent. But healers have been using burning, uh, burning brewing Palo Santo for centuries to remove negative energy, bring forth good fortune and positivity, and help connect you deeper into your spiritual practice. So what would you say is the main difference between sage and Palo Santo? I mean, other than the the scent and that part of it in terms of the energy piece. Yeah. So that's always a tricky question to answer because they both do such similar things. Like they are in their own way, clearing the energy, bringing forth positivity. And both cultures are completely different, but they use it for the same thing. And Interesting. So it's just kind of like a preference, or maybe you could use both, just kind of depending on what you're feeling like. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I guess the best way to think about the difference, the only thing that truly stands out is one is more of like an herb like that you're burning. So you might prefer like an herby experience versus the other one is coming from a holy tree. Like these are mm. people fallen off of the holy tree they're not like no tree is cut down for this experience at all um but you know some people might have a preference maybe they feel more grounded with wood compared to like an herb interesting yeah and i have sonal's own room sage and palo santo smudge sticks package here that she so generously sent katie and i and I cannot wait to try this afterwards. So they, the one that we got was a bundle between the sage and the Palo Santo. So I will test them out and let everybody know what, which one I like better, but I have a feeling I'll like both. (laughs) 
Yay. I'm excited to see what you like, especially since you have Palo Santo, you own it, but you have not burned it yet. So this will be. Yeah, I had gotten it. um, I actually, this is so random, but when I did, uh, you know, the brand Saqqara, like the plant-based food delivery. So when I had first got that years ago, they sent like a package, you know, an intro package with like a couple little goodies and they send a piece of Palo Santo and I just have it on my shelf because I like the way it smelled, but I actually never burnt it. They probably, the intention is you probably burn it before you start using it just to kind of cleanse yourself and get, bring positive energy in. But I just liked it. And so I just like kind of keep it either on my desk or on my shelf and I just kind of smell it throughout the day because it smells good. But that's how I was introduced to it. So yeah, I don't know that. much about it. I hear a lot. I hear that a lot that people um, got that in their Saqqara kit. And yes, even because it has like such strong oils in it, even if it's sitting next to you, you might smell it depending on, you know, when the tree, when the piece of tree was cut. Interesting. Okay. So is there a right way and a wrong way to use these? Like take me through the steps of how you would do it. You take out of the package. I'm saying like literally like take out of the package, then what? Oh yeah, we can start there. Definitely. (laughs) Absolutely. But before you even get to that moment, I think that because all these practices are coming from specific cultures, and this is their ceremony, oftentimes their religious ceremony, I think it's really important before anybody starts to 100% honor and understand the culture behind it. Mm. And then making sure you're having pure intentions with the use of it. And then as far as like how to, how to do it, right? So you take it out of the bag, you choose a stick of your liking. It's not to be used at the same time or anything like that. So choose one, highly suggest to open a window because remember we are cleansing the air. We're trying to get rid of the blocked or negative energy and create space for new energy. So crack open a window, set an intention. So This could look like there is peace and clarity around me, or today I'm vibrating at my highest potential, you know, set the intention and then carefully light the tip of the stick. I love using like one of these like long lighters. Oh yeah. Because it makes it easier um, to burn. So carefully light the tip of the stick and let it burn for a few seconds. And the best way, the, the, the proper way to do this is allowing it to blow out naturally. This oh, is so, okay. so basically you might shake it with your hand. You might wave a fan near it uh, or use some other tool. Um, you could put it in a bowl to like let it calm down, but blowing it out is not the best practice. Okay. Sometimes you have no choice. It's like burning out of control and you got to like let it. But the best way to do this is to let it blow out naturally in the next few seconds. And then keep it in your hand or put it in a bowl that you don't mind getting dirty. And allow the smoke to gently release into the space or the object or the person you want to clear the energy around. Um, Many people will walk around the entire house. You've probably heard this one before where you, let's say you're burning sage. So you have the smoke going, right? You start at the front door and you walk through the entire house, being sure not to skip any window or corner. Hmm. And you're ultimately 
clearing the energy and making space for peace and clarity and any other healing you're seeking in that entire space. Okay. I haven't heard of that. Yeah. So that's what, that is like a full on ritual to completely cleanse your entire space. So you could do the whole space of your house. You could do one room. You could do, it's really up to you, but people do walk around and do their whole house and they would do that like once it burns out and it's just with the smoke. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Remembering to keep that intention in mind while you're doing it. But also note that these are 100% natural products. So they burn a bit different than an incense stick, for example, that mm. don't have to really do anything. The incense will stick will burn all the way through till its end. And you don't need to reignite it or anything like that. Or a candle, for example. But when it comes to page, uh, sorry, <laughs> when it comes to sage and palo santo, uh, you, you're going to get a little bit of smoke. So depending on how much fire you start with, you'll get a certain amount of smoke. That means, yes, it's very normal that the smoke will eventually go out after like two to four minutes. And then you'll just have to relight it if you want to continue throughout the, the whole house. Like, I see. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Okay. And then do you use one of these like per session, if you will, or can you you know, burn half of it and then do the other half another time? Like what do people typically do? Yes. Really good question. So you're not using the whole stick or even half the stick in one use. You're just using the tip of a stick for a little while and you will constantly be able to, you will be able to reuse that stick several times. And you're, you're going to be burning lighting the stick over the dark part that has already been burned. That's mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I didn't realize that. And then this is a silly question, but since I'm a newbie, so in this package, like the sage is rad. There's like, um, it looks like a string around the sage. Do you keep that on or do you take it off? Oh, you 100% keep it on. It's okay. burn and it's just there to hold that sage. Keep it in place. Okay. That's right. That's really helpful. And then, what do you recommend in terms of like when and how often you should do one of these rituals? Like it sounds amazing and I want to do it like every week. I'm like, oh, I could do this to bring on the new week and release the old week or something. But like, what's the cadence of people doing this? What do you see? Yeah, you're right on track with this because let's talk about when to do this, right? So a great time to smudge is maybe you've moved into a new space. Or maybe like you just mentioned, you started a, you're starting the week and you want to start this new week fresh or uh, set an intention for the week ahead rather. Or maybe you just want to unwind from the long week um, Mm -hmm. before you, right? Like you just mentioned. Um, It could be when you are any type of new beginning or new chapter in your life, or perhaps you're saying goodbye to something or letting go of an old emotion. Mm. One of my favorite times to use this is right after cleaning the house. So like, yeah, I'll clean, organize, and then open a window and burn some Palo Santo. And that's like, that is like my ritual for cleaning. It just kind of. I love that. Yeah. Like it symbolizes new energy, fresh start, new beginning. Um, I also like to use it before yoga or meditation. Yeah. I was just going to ask that. It seems like it would be such a nice thing to do to kind of. Just have another sense in your workout or your yoga or meditation. Right. Like taking your practice through like a sensory journey. So 
My one yoga instructor I know always used to burn sage during Shavasana at the end. And I loved that. And you will see a lot of Reiki masters and yogis burning Palo Santo around themselves right before they start their yoga practice. So those are two great times to use it. And then just two more ideas is like, maybe you want to manifest something or, you know, you're into affirmations and all that other good stuff, vision boarding. That is a great time to smudge because Mm. you're setting intentions. And finally, maybe you just need a mental reset. Maybe this isn't a daily or weekly practice for you, but it's just on those days where you just, you know, you just need a little bit of a mental reset. Yeah. I, it's funny you say that because Katie this week was having a stressful week. They're in the process of a move and she was so stressed out and she said, I'm going to use one of these to just get my mental state back and like kind of use it as a, as a refresh. I haven't spoken to her to find out if it helps. I'm sure it did. She sounded better afterwards, but it was like the perfect time for her to get it because she was like, I'm going to use this to reset. I love that. I love hearing that. A lot of my favorite clients and customers tell me these stories. So this is awesome. That's awesome. So this is so informational uh, for me and I know for our listeners because it really, I think, makes it more accessible because sometimes you see these things like I was saying in the beginning and like you just don't know if you're doing it right and it's a little intimidating and you see all these yogis do it, but you're like, okay, I'm not that person, but I do like the ritual. So it's really helpful that you broke it down like into very specific kind of ways to do it. So as we close out, just want to understand, well, two things. So firstly, where you get your inspiration from, because we'd just love to hear more about where you get your inspiration from and also where you see the Ohm Room in the future. And then also, how can we find you? Yeah, so the inspiration honestly comes from a few places. I definitely want to give a shout out to my dad because I hmm. he is an entrepreneur and he has so much wisdom. So like when I was getting into the retail outlets, you know, he had the best advice to give me. So definitely go to him for inspiration. I also like to follow my intuition quite a bit because for a lot of this on the entrepreneurial journey, I don't always know the next way. And sometimes I just have to count on what is my gut saying and what feels right as the next step. And everything from my brand name to the logo to the design, everything was born through my intuition. And that's incredible. I follow a lot of brands. I've been following brands for quite some time. I, I'm really into like all those new natural plant-based foods products because it's such an innovative market. These are all new concepts and new businesses. And so from a design standpoint, I love, I love some of these brands. They inspire me, like Mudwater, for example, if you've heard of them. Not sure. It sounds familiar, but what, do they, what's they, their, what are their products? Yeah, I just came across them like two weeks ago. Um, They're all about like adaptogen, coffee-related drinks. Ooh. Yeah. I'll have to try that. I'm always on the hunt for a new good brand. Yeah, I know. I feel like these are topics that you and Katie would love, like this type of stuff. And so, yeah. And then, of course, finally, it's like when I I come from an e-commerce world, so like understanding the seamlessness of the e-commerce experience, that also inspires me. So certain sites where it's like so easy to find what you need, get in, get out, get in your shopping cart and boom, you have a solution at your front door. Yeah. Those types of businesses inspire me quite a bit as well. And as far as like the future of the Ohm Room, 
I just started with these smudge sticks, but really this, the line of products that I envision is all about aromatherapy and energy healing. So the aromatherapy part is in the making right now. Like I have all my materials and I'm blending and that's going to take a little bit more time because those are really intentional and you can't just buy it ready-made like mm-hmm. I'm blending and trying to find the perfect scent. So that's going to be a huge part of the Om Room. But then I definitely want to bring in elements from other cultures, including my own Indian culture, and just anything related to scent and energy healing to bring more balance into our daily lives is the mission here. Amazing. And where can people, I know you said you were in some retail stores around the DC area, but where can we find you online? I know you have a fabulous Instagram page and that is the Om Room, right? At the Om at the Ohm Room? Yeah, at the Ohm Room CO. Oh, CO. Okay. At the Ohm Room CO. Got it. Yep. That's where you can find me on Instagram, where you can get the latest about what's going on. And you can also find us on Etsy.com slash shop slash the Ohm Room. I love that you're on Etsy. I love Etsy. They have such great stuff. And I can, I'm excited to check out your shop on Etsy. And also for everyone listening, Sonal was so generous and has given us a code for her site. So the code is Nirvana 10 and we'll put it in the show notes. So no worries, but, um, that was very nice of you. So thank you, because I know that a lot of people are going to want to try this experience and that really helps. So appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to go into some of our signature wrap session and product review and close out of the show. So a couple questions for you to put you in the hot seat. What is your favorite wellness or beauty hack? I would say I love winding down at night. So when I do yoga at night, after my yoga practice, I'll crack open a window, I'll burn some Palo Santo, and then I'll take a shower. And when I come back, it's like this new cleansed nicely scented room of fresh air. I love that. That's a good one. Okay. Now is something called our five minute flow, which we like to ask all of our guests. So here's the scenario. You just got out of the shower. So this isn't, this wouldn't be a night like you just described. This would be a night where you're going out, right? Or Or daytime when you're going out. So you just got out of the shower, dried off quickly. Uber just alerted you. They're five minutes away. What is your quick beauty routine that like, what do you put on? What are your holy grails to get out of the house and get in the car on time? What a great question. Yeah. So when I'm short in time, I, the first thing is hair. So I think Amy, you'll understand this curly hair. Yeah. Uh, I basically just have found some great products so that I can just leave in my hair. And after like 20 minutes, my hair has these perfect curls. I love that product by Ryo Geo. I make oh, I don't know it, but we this could be a whole nother show, this whole hair, curly hair discussion. So I have to look that up. <laughs> yes, it's definitely. Yeah. So I, I any product that's going to help me leave my hair curly that day is going to save a good 35 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then again, if I'm short, in, short on time, I definitely need my mascara and my little eyeliner wing. So just mm-hmm. like my little mini wing. And then probably some lip gloss. Nice. That's good. Short and sweet. Okay. And it's not, you've, you've, you've told us this throughout the podcast, but what is the one thing you do daily to maintain that daily nirvana? I think the, the main thing is my morning meditation. It's for 10 minutes. I love using guided meditations like Abraham Hicks 
you guys don't know about mm-hmm. her, her meditations are the best. So 10 minutes every morning, never skip it, followed by some very specific set of affirmations. And apart from the guided meditation, being disciplined enough to not use any digital until those two tasks are done. Wow. Good for you. <laughs> I got to I got to get on that train. Sometimes I'm good, sometimes I'm not, but that's your yeah, your reward is uh I you do this and then you get to look at your your screens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love that. Well, that being said, I'm going to do a quick product review, which we typically do at the end of our shows just to talk about something we're loving lately. So I'd love to have you stay and just listen in because I know you'll be into it because I know you love all the beauty stuff as well. So my product review for this week, something I'm loving is, so I was in Whole Foods, you know, a couple weeks ago and, you know, you can just have one of those impulse purchases right before you check out. So there was this whole kind of wellness and beauty little stand by the checkout. It was like marketed towards me basically. And I picked up this little, I don't know if you can see this, these um, brightening under eye super green hydra gels by a brand called Acure, A-C-U-R-E. And they are caffeine and kale. They're hundred percent vegan, paraben free, sulfate free, petrolatum free, silicone free, cruelty free. Anyway, all the freeze basically. <laughs> I picked these up and they were five bucks. So I was like, okay, I will test these out because I love a good, a good under eye mask. Sometimes it's just easier than doing like a regular mask, right? So it was five bucks. I just picked up a set. One little package is just one set. So here's my thing. I used it. Super easy to apply. You just put them on. And I liked them because a lot of times these under eye um, masks or gel things like slide and they don't stay in place and it drives me crazy. So these ones like stuck on really firmly because a lot of times, like I was saying before, a lot of them are like slimy and they slip around and they don't stay in place and drives me nuts. So I put them on and they like stuck right away, which I was like, okay, I love that. And I like got ready. So I had them on for like 15 or 20 minutes and it felt like a bit of like a tightening and an almost dryness when they were on my eyes, but it was fine. Like I just kept them on, you know, got ready, did my morning routine and then took them off. As soon as I took them off, I could definitely see like an, an immediate depuffing around my eyes, like right away, which was awesome. So it wow. looked like it, it felt a little tight and dry, but like it looked just kind of tighter and more relaxed. So it was such a good little pick me up. And so I then bought it again because I love to have a little fun pick me up during the week. And I also noticed that I looked depuffed throughout the day. So I was just like, that was a good little buy for five bucks. And I thought it was like a cute little gift too, to give someone and one that actually works. So it basically says on the package, health is beautiful. Soothe and depuff your tired under eye area with these cooling super green hydrogels. And I actually put this in my face fridge. I haven't tried it yet being cool, but I'm sure it will feel even better. And I've also heard that caffeine is really, actually, we had a makeup artist on a couple of weeks ago, Lauren Miller, and she had talked about doing, you know, with your under eye cream and having something that had caffeine. So this says caffeine. So that would make sense as to why it's a good under eye gel. But anyway, thought that was a fun little product. I love that. And you're speaking my language this week because I spent probably one hour researching like eye creams and eye care this week a lot. Oh, really? Did you find a good eye cream? I'm looking, I'm always looking for a new eye cream. Well, a lot of the people that I found are like against eye creams and all about like making sure you have sunscreen around your eye and 
making sure that you're using some sort of tretinoid in your your eye, which is very harsh, but you have to like slowly work up to it. It's like, Oh, interesting. And, and using all the other good stuff that you use on your skin, like the serums and the creams to use that around your eye. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I, I need to do a show on that because I feel like I hear about, I just started testing out a retinoid and I don't know much about it also, but I want to get like the 101 on like retinoids and what was the one you just mentioned? Tretinoids and... Yeah, I think tretinoid is the original chemical. Oh, I see. I think retinol is something like, I think they're all in the same group. I shouldn't be talking about because I don't, even though (laughs) I was really into skincare at one point, I'm kind of forgetting all the details, but I think tretinoid is the actual acid that we're using that that's the, that's yeah. the name of all Yeah. So if any dermatologists or skincare experts are listening, contact me because I want to hear more about all of these oids because they sound so interesting, but it's like, I don't know what I'm doing. And I heard they're really, um, you know, they can be really rough on the skin if you're not doing it properly. So I want to get ed- educated on that. But anyway, just a fun thing for you to, uh, to experiment with if you want. I know you'd, that'd be right up your alley, Sonal. And as we close out the show, we are so lucky because Sonal is going to bring us some of her wisdom today and close us out with a mantra. Yes. So I'm going to give you guys a mantra that has been helping me a lot over the last few months, which is everything you need is within you. That's really, that's a great reminder. It's like, trust yourself, what you were saying before, trust your instincts and your intentions. It is hard to do that sometimes, but it's nice to have that mantra to think about when you really, it is all in there. That's great. And also, you know, there's so much happening in our world externally that we can't control. So it's like so many times you you have no choice but to like dig deep within without getting too deep on here. But really <laughs> like... Uh, look within to find the answers and the comfort and the guide. It's so true. Thank you so much for being on the show. I really learned a lot. I know our listeners have too, and we will be checking up on you and keeping up with your progress because I know good things are in store for you. And we're, we were very excited to have you here. So thank you again. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to Nirvana Sisters. For more information on this episode, check out the show notes. Please subscribe and leave us a review. Also, find us on Instagram at Nirvana Sisters. If you loved what you just listened to or know someone that would, please share it and tag us. Tune in next week for a fresh new episode of Nirvana Sisters. We'll continue to watch out for all things wellness so you don't have to. Bye. Bye.